an amen. This month is the month of Passover. Who can tell me the scriptures? Let's have it on the screen. Exodus chapter 12, verse 12. What does it say? Let's read it together. gods of he will bring judgment on all the gods of so we thank god that we're in the month of passover and why overcomers if you are reading that god is bringing judgment on all the gods of egypt why overcomers we all know the story of the children of israel when they were in the wilderness they were in bondage but through the grace of God, God himself saw them through and they were able to go through. And why overcomers? A lot of us know that we, we used to be in bondage before. And the Bible talks about us that we are delivered from the kingdom of darkness into his wonderful kingdom of light. Yes? So if we are delivered from the kingdom of darkness into his wonderful kingdom of light, we are not supposed to go back to Egypt. But the problem is, a lot of people still go back to Egypt. So when we say overcomer, it's a time for us to come and celebrate. It's a time to come and celebrate our groaning. A lot of us were in Egypt and we are whiling away. We are in Egypt and we groaned and the Lord himself heard our cry. And he brought us. And he delivered us. And he brought us into this great assembly of great people of God. So we, because of this, we ought not go back to Egypt. But it's a pity. A lot of us today go back to Egypt. Um, Overcomers meeting is supposed to be a meeting of remembrance. Let's quickly go to that book of Exodus chapter 2, verse... Exodus chapter 2, verse 25... Or 23 to 25. It says, During the long period the king of Egypt died. I know the reason why we have been able to, to be delivered is because the king of Egypt has died long ago in our life. And hence God was able to deliver us. But despite the death of the king of Egypt in our lives, many of us still want to be going back to Egypt. After this overcomer, you will not go to Egypt anymore. Overcomer is not a ritual. It's not something that we, okay, because we have to come together. It's something that should bring us together to, to bring us to remember our, our old lifestyle in Egypt so that we can celebrate the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. And it says here, during the long period the King of Egypt died, the Israelites groaned in their slavery and cried out, and their cry for help because of their slavery went up to God. It was a cry that has brought us this far. And God is still interested in that cry. Amen. That's why we must continue to come and celebrate him at all times. Because we are in this world. We cannot, there is no way we can get ourselves out of this Egypt. 
Many times we go there, we get there wounded. But when we come into the church, as we have cried to him, he will see us through. And that is what you have always seen in the period of Propacoma. I don't know what you have gone through in the first month. The second month we come together, Propacoma is a time to celebrate. It's not a time to groan again. But we cannot continue to have overcomers, and then we are groaning all the time. God, in his uh, great mercy, is going to wipe every tears away in Jesus' name. So that when we come to celebrate a time of, overcome, a time of overcomers like this, it's going to be a time of remembrance. He said God had their groaning, and he remembered his covenant. It's a time for us to remind God of his covenant again concerning our lives. It's not, a, it's, not, it's not a ritual that we are just coming overcome us, we are coming to sing, we are coming to play, or we are coming to act late, some people are going to give testimony, no. It's a time for us to bring the word of God to pass again in our life, that he works on my hand, commanding me, amen. He said, God had their groaning, and he remembered his covenant with Abraham. His covenant with Isaac. His covenant with Jacob. So God looked on Israelites and was concerned about them. It's a time for, for God himself to remember. Okay, sorry, victory night. Amen. Hallelujah. You know, now this is victory night overcomer. Everything is coming together. So anytime we come for victory night, it's a time to celebrate our victory. Hallelujah. So, it's a time for us to, to, to meet with God again and tell God, we want to celebrate our victory. We want to remember how, you, how you, have, you have made us to be victorious in the past. The victory that you have given to us in, in crossing through the Red Sea. The victory that you have given to us when uh, things happen in our lives, when we have been tortured by, by people in the world. It's a time to celebrate victory. Hallelujah. After this overcomers, the fourth, second, and the third, you are going to celebrate the victory of the Lord in the name of Jesus. But guess one thing. They groaned. They cried to the Lord. They had problems. They cried to the Lord, and they, they, they cried to the Lord for God to remember them. And God actually remembered them. He said, now it happened in the process of time that the kings of Egypt died, then the children of Israel groaned. Why did they groan? Because of their bondage. And they cried out. Why did they cry out? Because they find themselves in bondage. But God has wiped away a cry in the name of Jesus. And their cry came out to God because of their bondage. So God heard their groaning. That is, God acted on their groaning. God acted on their groaning, and he remembered them. And what did he remember? He remembered his covenant promises on their forefathers. There are things that God has promised us in this church, Christ Church Tabernacle. A time of overcomer like this is a time for us to tell God to remember his covenant concerning us. What are his covenants concerning us? Let's quickly look at the book of uh, Leviticus 26:42. God has covenants. God has promises concerning us. 
a time, the time of victory life is for us to go back to God's promises concerning us. What are the things that God has put in stock that he wants to do for us that he has not done for us? What are the areas of our lives that God has said we should look into that has never been looked into? What is the next step that God is telling us? If I ask us now, in the last overcomers, what did God say we should do? Some of us would have forgotten it. But if we follow, uh, if we follow it, what it says to, to, to have victory night. Amen. Forgive me for this overcomers and victory night. If we take what it, what it takes to, 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 to be in a victory night, you'll be able to do the right thing. God has promised that the descendants of Abraham, now we are looking at the descendants of Apostle Williams, amen. The descendants of Isaac, the descendants of Jacob, will become a nation and they will possess the land of Canaan. So when we have victory, I want to remind God of his word concerning what he has said to Apostle Williams. So that we possess this land. Amen. Somebody phoned me today, one of the, our elders in the church phoned me. And said to me that God showed me a revelation. And God said to Apostle, you should do quick. That this place is too small. That he has another bigger land for us. Are you listening to me? I receive it because these are the things that God has told Apostle Williams. And I said, it's not by mistake that you're having a victory night. So I began to, I, I started thanking God for the victory that God has given to us concerning this new thing that he has shown to, his, to, to the elder. Because the Bible says God will not do anything without revealing it to his servant, the prophet. So as it has been revealed, you want, I, I started seizing the, the opportunity of victory night to begin to declare the victory of this great revelation. That is why we are here. We are not here to moan again. We are not here to say, why, 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 why is God not answering me? We are not here to, 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 to testify on things that are nothing. But we are here to continue to praise God that there are covenants. There are things that eyes have not seen. There are things that ears have not heard. There are things that God has put in place for you and me in this nation. And if you look at that Deuteronomy 28, he said, heaven will never be bronze against us anymore. So when we come for victory night like this, it's to celebrate the victory that heaven will never be bronze on us. The cloud of heaven will begin to rain upon us. We will have plenty. We begin to celebrate the victory of having plenty. He promised us in, 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 in that book of Deuteronomy against he will be with us in our coming, in our going out and in our coming in. From this time forth and forevermore. He said we will learn to nation. What are the covenant promises that you are giving to us? The lack of the word of God will not let us get there. I want our eyes to be open from today, tomorrow, and Sunday. Because Sunday we are, we are going to finish in the church. Amen. We finish at the end of the services. That's what is going to happen on Sunday. We are not coming together on Sunday evening. So for these three days, he said the reason why they are celebrating, or the reason why they are celebrating victory night, is for them to remember God's promises for their forefathers. So God's promises for us here is that we will learn to nation and not borrow. Is that our need in trust will be, will be blessed. 
is that heaven will be open unto us, which is a key word of this year's, of this year's, uh, of the motto of this church. The year of open heaven. The covenant promise of God for us. Every victim because that we gather must be that we should tell God. Because God said, heaven will be open unto us. Heaven will not be sealed unto us. And we must continue to remember God all these promises. He says, he says here, God had promised that the descendants of Abraham, Isaac, or we put descendants of Apostle Williams, descendants of Jacob, descendants of Abraham, will become a nation and possess the land of United Kingdom and many, many other nations in the name of Jesus. And it shall be so. It shall be so. So let's quickly look at that Leviticus 26:42. We'll remember my... Could you put it in full? Maybe go to 40, 41. Because you can't cut it out like that. <laughs> I, okay. I will remember my covenant... My covenant with Jacob and my covenant with Isaac and my covenant with Abraham and I will remember the land. And I will remember the what? The land. So what is the victory that you are celebrating? I want to rest my case here. Is that we, sh- we will remind God about his word again. We are not supposed to be groaning again. We are not supposed to be complaining again. God had already heard our groaning. Each time we come to celebrate victory, we must, remem- we must remind him of his covenant promise. That is what I'm trying to nail for us to be able to understand. Each time you get to the house, even when things are not going right, what we want to do, is that remember, the woman of God has just spoken. God has just spoken to the woman of God tonight that any time that the enemy wants to come and uh, come against us, we must remember God's covenant promise. In remembering God's covenant promise, you might be failing. You might be failing. Things might not be working for you. And you might ask questions that if you are here, God, why are all these things happening to me? You might be the Gideon of our time. If I'm remembering the covenant promise that you said I would like to nations, why is it that I'm still borrowing money? If you are remembering the covenant promise, why is it that all this one, all these things are going all around? But I want to leave this with us today. We must continue to celebrate the victory of the Lord. And as you celebrate the victory of the Lord... We must remember his covenant promise. And all the things that he has said he will do to us, God is not a man that he will lie, nor the son of man that he will change his mind. What God says that he will do, he will definitely do. So I want to encourage us here tonight. Let us not give up. Let us not give up in anything that we are doing. Let us hold firm to God. Let us not go back to Egypt anymore. Amen? Because I remember something that happened to the children of Egypt, uh, to the children of Israel, when they were moving through Egypt. God told Moses to tell the people, 
He said that the, the, the Pharaoh or the devil that you see today, he says you will see it no more. Paradventure things are not working for us. I want us to hold on to, to that word, to that word as well. That word of promise. That is a victory. That is the devil, the Pharaoh that you see today. You will see it no more. I want you to prophesy to, 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 to the next person very close to you. You might be going through tough times. You might be going through unknown circumstances. You want to prophesy. One, two, three, go. The Pharaoh that you see today, you will see it no more. Amen. Again, the Pharaoh that you see today, you will see it no more. Again, for the third time, the Pharaoh that you see today, you will see no more. Amen. Hallelujah. It's part of the covenant promise. In their groaning, he remembered. And he said, look, the Pharaoh that you see today, you will see it no more. I will make things happen for you. And he began to tell them, when God remembers his covenant promise concerning us, he will begin to do great and mighty things. And that is what I just want to tell us tonight. So let's hold on to it. Don't look, don't look, don't, don't look down on yourself. Don't look at the situation of the things that are going around you. Just remember that God is not a man that will lie. Not the son of man that will change his mind. Whatever he says concerning us, he will surely do. Amen. So we are going to rise right now. We are going to lift up our voice in prayer. Before all the pastors will come and uh, lead us in prayer. One of the things that I want us to see tonight is that when they grow to God, God remembered 